Welcome back to Be Fluent in Russian podcast. My name is Fedor and today we have a special edition of our podcast. We have started this podcast with a story about Pushkin. Our very first episode is about Pushkin and his meeting with the emperor. Today, I've realized we haven't actually read any Pushkin poems. Why didn't we do that? It's a very... I guess, a lost opportunity for me because Pushkin is one of the best authors, poets in Russia. I would say he is the best poet in Russia. I think that he is considered to be the best poet in Russia because his language is very simple, is very easy, yet it flows so well. His rhyme, meaning his rhyming of his syllables, we have multiple schematics. We have syllable not stressed, stressed, not stressed, stressed, not stressed, stressed. And the opposite, stressed, not stressed, stressed, not stressed. And that is the rhythmic or rhyme kind of schematic of the poem. We have other ones. We have not stressed, stressed, not stressed, not stressed, stressed, not stressed, and multiple of those. Pushkin's work is always easy flowing. It's always so easy to read with simple words, but yet it rhymes so well. I think it's a true genius of, of poetry, and probably even now, a lot of poets who exist now, they draw their inspiration from Pushkin. And so, We will go back to the basics of of Russian classics and literature and read it today. Of course, I go to the first reading right now. Just read the poem without slowing down, without breaking it down or anything like that. Then we'll go line by line translating the words so we can understand what Pushkin said. And then I'll read it again. So hopefully by the second read-through, you'll understand it way better than the first time. And also, it's going to be attached below. You can read it yourself. And even, actually, at the end of this podcast, I'll give you a task. I'll give you a task that will be very different from what we have been doing before and what you might have been doing before as well. So, let's get into it. It's the first read-through. This poem doesn't have a name. I believe it was taken from a letter that he was sending to someone. But it's called... Я помню чудное мгновение. Because that's the very first line of this poem. Here it is. Я помню чудное мгновение. Передо мной явилась ты, Как мимолетное видение, Как гений чистой красоты. В томлениях грусти безнадежной, В тревогах шумной суеты Звучал мне долго голос нежный, И снились милые черты, Шли годы, бурь порыв мятежный рассел прежние мечты, и я забыл твой голос нежный, твои небесные черты. В глуши, во мраке заточения тянулись тихо дни мои без божества, без вдохновения, без слез, без жизни, без любви. And that is it. Short poem, not much of meaning to it, or I did this, I went there. 
Pushkin is simply expressing his feelings for someone with this poem. Let's read it line by line, translating it. Я помню чудное мгновение. I remember a wonderful moment. Я помню here means I remember. Чудное means wonderful. Чудное is a word that is still used right now, but it's very rare. I would say it's a very kind of like beautiful language or the language of the poets. Чудное, wonderful. Not used as much, but maybe because we tend to use a very simple language. And of course, in poems, you strive for a bit of um, a bit of um, expressive language. And so, чудное is very expressive. Мгновение means moment. Мгновение. This one, very difficult word for the first three syllables. M-G-N. Мгновение. Передо мной means before me. Перед means in front. Or передо is simply a variation of it. Мной. Before me. Явилась, appeared, or came up. Ты. You. So, in Russian, the word order has changed from you appeared before me to before me appeared you. But if you know cases, you know that we can do that with cases. Of course, it's not a problem for, for Russian sentence structure. Как мимолетное видение. Like a fleeing or fleeting vision. So, you appeared in front of me like a fleeing vision. Fleeting vision. Very quickly. Very suddenly. Mimalotne it's something that is flying past you, fleeting, like a vision that would disappear in a second. Как гений чистой красоты. As a genius of a pure beauty. So you appear before me like a fleeting vision, like something that I cannot touch or 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 put my finger on. Like you're just uh, like um Vision, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, good word. Like a vision. You're not a real person. You're so out of this world. And then, как гений чистой красоты. Как гений means as a genius. Чистой, pure, or clean. Of course, it's a different name for it, or different translation. But чистой красоты. And notice this rhyme scheme. Я помню чудное мгновение. Передо мной явилась ты. Как мимолетное видение. So, мгновение, видение is rhyming. Передо мной явилась ты, как мимолетное видение, как гений чистой красоты. Now, явилась ты, красоты. Also rhymes at the very end, right? And I would say that in Russian poems, this is a very important. When I read some of the English poems, it doesn't seem to be always the priority to be, to have a rhyme. In Russian, I think, or Russian, at least classical poems, they almost have to rhyme. It's one of the, I guess, basic rules for them. Next, в томлениях грусти безнадежной, which is translated as in a languor of hopeless sadness. Languor is the first time I see this word, but tamlenia is when you are just bored or when the time is dragging. В томлениях грусти безнадежной. In the drag of time, of hopeless sadness. Sadness. Grust is sadness. Grust. Beznadjoznaya is hopeless. Bez means without. Nadjezda is hope. Beznadjoznay means hopeless. 
So in this passing of time that seems to be eternal, of hopeless sadness, в тревогах шумной суеты, in the anxieties of noisy bustle. So, в тревогах, in the anxieties, or in the panics, шумной суеты of a noisy bustle, meaning there's a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening and it's all noisy and he is describing his state. First, in a languor of hopeless sadness or in eternal loneliness of uh, hopeless sadness. In the anxieties of this noisy world. Звучал мне долго голос нежный. И милые черты. Which means, a gentle voice sounded to me for a long time and dreamed of cute features or pleasant features. So, he is describing his state, just sadness, just pure sadness, loneliness, this noisiness of the streets and of the world. The voice appeared to me. The voice sounded so, so soft. And I was dreaming of your features, of your cute and, and beautiful features. But let's break it down again word to word. Голос, okay. Звучал мне долго голос нежный. Голос нежный, which means a soft voice or gentle voice. Звучал мне, sounded to me. Долго means for a long time. So this, this gentle voice sounded to me and to my ears. Иснились милые черты. And cute features came into my dream like that. So, милые, милые means beautiful, cute, wonderful, or pleasant. Черты means features. Facial features, maybe some other features too. And снились means came into my dream. So, to go back over the whole thing for now. He's talking about, he remembers a moment that you appeared in front of me. And your fleeting moment, and you this... An untouchable beauty, pure beauty. But then, in my loneliness, in my time of just this world just being being noisy and things like that, a voice came to me. And I was dreaming of you. He is writing this to somebody. Think of that time, 19th century. He might have seen her somewhere at a party or a gathering, but then he wouldn't see her for a month. For two months, he fell in love with her. And he's talking about the fact that she comes to him in visions. But his world is so chaotic, her voice, her features, they make it a bit easier for him. And all of that is described in one, two, three, four, eight lines for now, right? Just eight lines. He's describing his feelings for her, how beautiful she is. And that his world is so chaotic and she's making that world a bit more beautiful. Next. Шли годы. The years passed. Бурь порыв мятежный рассел прежние мечты. Storms are a rebellious gust that dispelled the old dreams. Not the old dreams when it comes to dreaming when you sleep, but мечты here is a dream of you are wishing for something. So, the years have gone by and бурь порыв мятежный, a rebellious gust of storms, just dispelled or 
make something disappear. Rasseo means disperse. Make something disperse or go away. Prejnije, previous. Michti, dreams or wishes. So the years have passed, and the storm of of this of this rebellious storm just removed all the previous dreams of Pushkin. Ja zabil tvoj golos nežnih, tvoji nebesni čerti. And I forgot your voice, your gentle voice, and your heavenly features. The years have gone by. I said months. <laughs> I thought it was months. Years have gone by. And he forgot her features and her voice. So, i ja zabil, and I forgot. Tvoj golos nežnih. Your voice, gentle, or your gentle voice. Твои небесные черты, your heavenly features. В глуши, во мраке заточения тянулись тихо дни мои. Okay, two lines. In the wilderness. Глуш в глуши means in the wilderness, but more in a faraway place. It doesn't have to be wild necessarily, but let's say if uh, you know the history of Pushkin, he used to be sent to... Siberia as a part of his punishment for writing things that didn't that the state didn't approve of, and uh, yes, he he was sentenced to 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 just being sent away, not to jail, but just be away from from the main cities, and he was sent to Siberia. Siberia used to be a place where a person would be sent to as a punishment to spend maybe a year, maybe some like three months there. I'm not sure exactly how how long. But that used to be what Pushkin would really go go um, go for many many times. Uh, he was he would be sentenced many many times to go to Siberia and spend his time there. And so he is describing that he was sent to Siberia, where it's cold, you know, especially in the winter, without as much of civilization and and the society around him and people around him. Vamrake zatachenia. In the darkness of imprisonment, tinulis tiha mai My days dragged on quietly. So he is gone far away, in the darkness of imprisonment. Even though he wasn't in the prison necessarily, he was still imprisoned. He was still sent away. Tinulis tiha mai My days were dragging quietly, без божества, без вдохновения, без слез. Without divinity or without God, without inspiration, without the muse, without tears, без слез, without tears, без жизни, without life, без любви, without love. So he is describing first that he met her, he saw her, he was infatuated with her, then he forgot about her. Then the years have gone by and he completely forgot about her. And in his sad, lonely times of imprisonment, he spent them without divinity, without inspiration and all of that. And most importantly, without love. So he is writing this to someone, maybe as a, maybe his, his lover that he didn't see for a long time. And they've been, you know, writing to each other. And that's how they've been exchanging their letters and things that they say to each other. Who knows? Maybe this has been just a small part of a 
longer poem that was lost in history. Or maybe he wrote a text to her as well after this poem. Who knows? But this is, I think, one of the most famous poems by Pushkin. And to just understand that he didn't intend for this to be read by people. Right? He sent it to a person. To one person. And how beautiful this is. Let's read it again in Russian. And I'll give you my task for today. Я помню чудное мгновение. Передо мной явилась ты. Как мимолетное видение. Как гений чистой красоты. В томлениях грусти безнадежной. В тревогах шумной суеты. Звучал мне долго голос нежный и снились милые черты. Шли годы. Бурь порыв мятежный рассеял прежние мечты. И я забыл твой голос нежный, твои небесные черты. В глуши, во мраке заточения тянулись тихо дни мои без божества, без вдохновения, без слез. Без жизни, без любви. That is all, and here's my task for you. I'm attaching this poem in the description to this podcast. Go through the poem, read it, and read it out loud. Now, if you're a beginner, you will see a lot of unknown words to you. And it will be hard to read because it's going to be a lot of new words. But... I don't want you guys to read it as a combination of words. Try to read it as a poem. Be melodical. Just have a flow. Don't read. Let's say, let me pull it back up again. I can read, right? This poem and say, Как гений чистой красоты В томлениях грусти безнадежной Try to blend them all together. Как гений чистой красоты as a flow. This can be hard because a lot of the words are hard for you to pronounce. But I want you guys to get into a relaxed state. And relax. And read this being relaxed. Я помню чудное мгновение. Передо мной явилась ты. Как мимолетное видение, как гений чистой красоты. Relax. Exhale. This will tremendously help your pronunciation because the flow is what's important. And of course, as always, share this podcast with a friend, with somebody that you know. If you don't know anybody who is learning Russian, just simply leave us a review so that other people browsing your podcast app can see your review and also know that they can benefit from this podcast too. That's it. See you all over a B-Fluent class. Click our very first link in the description to learn more Russian, to practice your speaking, your listening, your grammar, your vocabulary, everything. And just speak Russian better with us. That's all. See you all there and see you all next time. Пока-пока.